Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. Today, I am very honored to be recording this episode from my home on the traditional, unceded, and ancestral territories of the Tecumlips Tishikwetan people, and I'm very grateful that I'm able to live, work, and play on these beautiful lands. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I like to dispel myths and simplify the path to your ideal HR role. And today's episode is no exception. A lot of early career job seekers and students are hesitant to reach out to potential employers because they fear that they will be seen as annoying or pushy. In fact, what you might not realize is that following up with a potential employer is one of the most powerful actions a job seeker can take, as long as it's done the right way and at the right time. Today, I'm going to teach you why follow-ups are so powerful and how you can do it in a way that will have you entertaining a job offer in no time. There is a lot to cover today, but just quickly before we do, I want to give a shout out to everyone who has offered feedback on my most recent episodes and who shared them on social media. I always love hearing from you, and it seems that so many of you found my take on workplace flexibility without work from home very refreshing and helpful, which is fantastic. Sarah shared a post about episode 60 on LinkedIn, and she said, This is an ongoing conversation for so many right now. Glad there are great conversations and resources like the HR Mentor available. Sarah, thank you so much for the share, the shout out, and for listening. It means a lot to me. If you're loving this podcast and are having success with any of the strategies I've shared, please don't be shy. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, and share what's working for you. I may just read your comment on a future episode. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately, a fulfilling HR career. Now, just before we get into today's topic, I want to make sure that you know about an exciting new resource uh, that I have created for you that's helpful to anyone who is looking for an HR role. We all know that the interview stage of the selection process is still the most relied upon stage of deciding on a new employee, and it's also the most stressful one for many job candidates. The HR Interview Question Guide is an incredible companion for HR job seekers to help them prepare and shine in this critical meeting. When you purchase the guide, you get tips and tools to help you prepare for the interview, as well as responses and suggestions for answering 12 of the most common interview questions. You will learn how to answer the questions so you can work with the scripts provided and create your own custom answers as part of your interview preparation. The best part about it is that it costs less than a cup of coffee and a pastry at your favorite coffee shop. Or if you become a member of the HR Mentor Fan Club, you'll get instant access to all the HR Mentor bonus material and the HR Interview Question Guide. 
You can find more information about both of these resources using the links in the show notes for this episode, which of course you can find wherever you're listening. All right, let's get into this. If you've ever worked in sales or participated in any sales training, you will have heard the phrase, the sale is in the follow-up. Most approaches to selling anything focus not just on putting a product or idea in someone's mind, but putting it in front of them multiple times to keep it front of mind. The reality is people have short attention spans and they may see something once and think it's a good idea, but they likely don't take action on it until they've seen it multiple times. Think about this from your own experience. Look at ads on social media. You might see an ad once, even click on the link, and not buy the product. But after you've seen it a few times, you're probably more likely to consider hitting the buy now button. And of course, the algorithms are designed to keep showing you products and services and websites that you've expressed some interest in. Well, this also works with people. You might meet someone once at an event and be introduced to them without having any significant interaction. A few weeks later, you may pass this person on the street and not even notice them because you only saw them once and briefly. If you're like me, you might recognize their face because that's the kind of memory I have, but have no clue what their name is. But if after that brief encounter at the event, that person you met sent you an email or a LinkedIn connection telling you how much they enjoyed meeting you and you replied expressing the same, When you saw them on the street a couple of weeks later, you would remember them. It's the same with your job search. You might be the perfect fit for a number of different roles, and your resume or application might be spot on. And yet, you may not get selected for an interview in a sea of other applications. But if you're known to the hiring manager, even in a small way, and you're qualified, chances are you will become one of the first people invited for a face-to-face conversation because they remember you and have a positive connection. Following up in a job search is not only a way to find out what's happening with the process, but more importantly, it's a way to get noticed, to be remembered by the hiring manager, to make a positive connection, and ultimately stand out amongst other candidates for the role. So, probably one of your biggest questions is, in what circumstances should you follow up, right? Well, I believe there are a few key points for follow-up in a job search. The first kind of place where I would suggest a follow-up is to follow up even before you apply. I know that sounds funny, but employers love proactive candidates. And in an HR role, being proactive is an important skill. So demonstrating this in advance of a job posting is already going to make you stand out. So how do you follow up before you apply? Well, think about people you have met that work in HR roles. Think about events you've attended or are about to attend. Did you meet anyone there? What about your LinkedIn connections? Have you added anyone lately? that could potentially be an employer or know someone who might be? Have you followed up with any of these people? Have you set up an informational interview to learn about their organization or them? I've talked about this in many other episodes of this podcast. 
Making connections with people in HR roles is one of the best ways to land your perfect HR job. And if you're a student, you don't have to wait until you are a graduate to start making these connections with potential employers. With technology and our comfort with virtual meetings, you also don't have to wait till you move to your desired location to start this process. If you've made any type of connection with an HR professional, I would follow up with them right away. If you meet someone at an event, I recommend following up with them the very next day. Express how much you enjoyed meeting them, what you were intrigued by in their work or organization, and then share something about yourself that creates a link or connection. If you spoke about something or someone specific, bring that up as well to jog their memory. Then if you feel like you'd like to know more, offer to buy them a coffee in exchange for a bit of advice from them, or you can more formally set up an informational interview. Alternatively, you can just leave it with the connection made, add them on LinkedIn if you haven't already, and express a hope to see them at a future event. Easy peasy. It may seem like you haven't done much here, but even if you don't have an informational interview set up after this interaction, if this person has a job posting for an HR role in the future and you will apply, they will most likely remember your name. And if you apply and then send them a quick email to let them know you applied and why you're interested in the role, you will be front of mind when the shortlisting happens. The key is to make a positive connection by showing interest and demonstrating your great communication skills and passion for HR. Okay, the next point in the process where a follow-up can be helpful is after you've submitted your application. Applying for a job these days is all kinds of nerve-wracking especially if you apply through an ATS system, which you most likely will. It seems like all your information just goes into this big abyss. You get some automatic reply, maybe, and often some kind of perhaps cold or deadpan phrase like, only those invited for an interview will be contacted. Personally, I think this whole process needs to be revamped, but that's a conversation for another day. Regardless of how you apply, I think it is perfectly acceptable to follow up on a job application. If you search online, you will likely find different advice on the timing for an application follow-up. And in a hot job market like this one, all bets are kind of off on what is the right answer. The way I would approach this if I were a job seeker is to find a connection with the person or organization before I applied so that I had a specific person to follow up with. In my previous point, I talked about connecting with people you met and who you might want to set up an informational interview with before there's a posting. But if an organization has posted a great HR job that you're interested in before you submit your application, I encourage you to find someone in HR and make a connection with them. How do you do this? Well, it's really simple. Ask them a question about the role. I did this successfully in my last corporate HR job. I did have one previous interaction with the hiring manager from over a year prior to me seeing the job posting. And even if you don't know the person, this can still work really well. So don't worry about the fact that, you know, perhaps I knew this person very briefly. What I did is I had the job ad in front of me 
and I compared it to my resume and decided where I might not be totally sure of my fit for the job. I also looked at kind of what questions about the organization or the position weren't answered by the job posting, like the size of the team or if there even was a team. And then what I did is I called up the person, the hiring manager, told them who I was and that we had met once before many moons ago and that I was interested in their job posting. I asked if they could give me a bit of context for the role. You know, was it a new role? Were they replacing somebody? And then I let the hiring manager talk and I just took some notes. Then I asked my specific fit questions and ended by telling them that I would think about it over the night and let them know in the morning what I decided via email. So I thanked them for their time and expressed my interest in the job. Then the next day, I did decide to apply. I sent them the email that I said I would, and the rest was history. I got the job. Obviously, I still had to earn it through the selection process, but it was way easier for the hiring manager to invite me into the process after that brief interaction. In this case, I connected over the phone, but you could also do this via email and ask them for a brief phone conversation. If a hiring manager has a job advertised, they're usually pretty happy to answer your questions because they want to find the best candidate. So the key point is that I made a connection with a specific person I could follow up with. Then if I was sitting in the abyss for a couple of weeks after I submitted my application, I could easily contact them directly and find out where they were at in the process. Now, let's say you missed this sort of advanced step of making a connection before you applied, and you applied without knowing anyone. The next step I would suggest you use is to tap into your super sleuth skills on LinkedIn or your local HR association database or the company website and find someone in HR that you think might be the hiring manager or have some involvement in recruitment. You can then send them an email expressing your keen interest in the role and ask them a few questions about it. I would not recommend just asking where they're at in the hiring process. Show them that you're interested by asking some questions. It also shows that you've done some research into the role in the organization. And then at the end, you can ask them where they're at in the process. An email like this might sound something like this anyway. Dear so-and-so, I recently applied for your HR advisor job and was doing some further research into your company, industry, whatever. Through this process, a few questions came up for me that I'm hoping you can answer. Then ask a couple questions about the role or company or industry. Then say, I'm very keen to learn more as I feel this role would be a great fit based on, and then list something that you feel connects you to the role or makes you unique or qualified. And then you can say, I realize you likely have a lot of applicants to consider, but if you have a few moments to answer my questions and let me know where you're at in the process, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Sincerely, Melanie. It should be short and sweet, should offer a connection between you and the role, and then a soft ask about the status of your application. You never know. By making the connection, you could go from the no to the maybe pile. 
or from the maybe pile to the yes please list. Either way, no potential employer that I know will be offended by a candidate showing interest in their organization or department and asking thoughtful questions. It makes their job much easier if you help them make the connection as to why you would be a good fit for this role. Again, they're looking for somebody. Okay, so we've talked about following up before there's a job, then following up after your application. Now let's talk about the follow-up after the interview. This, in my opinion, is a huge must. Following up after the interview follows the same approach, but the timing is really important. Most hiring teams, as you know from your own work or studies in HR, tend to meet right after the interview to decide who is moving on or getting the job offer. So following up after this stage requires some more immediate action. I would follow up after an interview the very next day. Or if my interview was in the morning, I might even follow up in the evening. Unless, of course, they've told me that they're at the beginning of the process and they have interviews scheduled for the rest of the week. Then I would probably do it the next day. You want to remain front of mind in the eyes of the hiring panel or the hiring manager. And you have no idea how many applicants they saw after you that day. If you went in the morning, they have maybe interviewed a few other candidates, and there really is some science to who gets remembered based on the order in which they're seen. So I would email the hiring manager, thank them for their time. You may want to email the entire panel separately, but if you don't have everyone's contact information, I would just focus on the hiring manager, whoever would be the person I would report to directly, as they're usually the key decision maker. I would start with a thank you, and then I would express what I liked about the role, the organization, or them as a leader in particular. Did you really appreciate that they're looking for people to share new ideas? Or did some of their projects sound really interesting to you? And you would be keen to work on them. You should comment on something that you learned in the interview specifically or something that you spoke about. I would then reiterate how you would be a great fit for the role and why. Maybe focus on one or two aspects that you think would be particularly compelling to the hiring manager. For example, if they said one of the things they're frustrated with in their department is the lack of uh, electronic file management. And you can remind them about a huge data management project you worked on for your last employer. Or highlight your data management skills gained in your university program. The point is to demonstrate once again how you're a good fit. They may have forgotten some of what you said since you met, and this is a chance to remind them of a few key points. Try to keep your email brief, professional, and upbeat. Then close by saying that you look forward to hearing from them soon. Leave your phone number in the sign-off of the email so they don't have to go digging for it. And hit send. Now if you don't hear back from them over the next five days, you might want to send a short prompting follow-up to check in. In this email, I wouldn't point out that I hadn't heard from them, but I would send a forward of my last email to just kind of jog their memory. Then you can simply say you're checking in to see how they're doing and let them know that you're still interested and available to answer any further questions they might have for you. Keep it short, but let them know you're still out there. 
I know that this works really well because it works on me. Sometimes we read an email, smile, appreciate it, say we'll get back to the person in our head, and then it gets buried in the other 50 emails you received that day. When you get the reminder, you go, oh, shoot, I forgot to get back to that person. And then you do. Honestly, this is how a few of my podcast guests have become guests. Their representative contacts me, gives me some info. I'm not really actively looking for guests, so I tell myself, I'll get back to them. Then I get busy, and then I don't. Then they send me a reminder email, and then I get back to them. It works. Remember, people need to hear from you more than once to know you, so don't fear the follow-up. Embrace it as part of the process and let it work for you and help you land your dream job. Okay, let's summarize. I talked about the importance of a follow-up to put you front of mind with hiring managers, and I pointed out that this is not an annoyance, but it's helpful for hiring managers. Anything you can do to make their job easier is a good idea. I then talked about three places in the job search process that are perfect for a follow-up. The first is when you first meet someone or before there is even a job posting available. Making connections is the best way to find your perfect HR role, so spend the majority of your job-seeking time on this activity. And I have other episodes that help you with this. So I will link to them in the show notes and you can find them wherever you're listening. The second stage where follow-up is important is right before or right after you submit your application. This is a way to let the hiring manager know you're interested and a possible fit for the role. Again, the timing of this varies on the position and what you know about their process, but generally if you're reaching out after you submitted an application, anywhere from five to 14 days is probably good. Finally, the next place that you want to follow up immediately after is after your interview. This is the decision-making time for the employer, and they may have talked to a lot of candidates at this point. So put yourself at the top of the list by sending a thank you and a further expression of how interested you are in working with them. Make it specific to your interview, and don't be afraid to reach out again if you don't get an answer. Always remember, the job offer is in the follow-up. Are you loving the HR Mentor? If you would like to express your love for this podcast, please don't be shy. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave a comment and five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or Spotify. Not only will I read it on a future show, but it also helps put this podcast in front of other HR professionals who might benefit from it. And if you're not a member of the HR Mentor Fan Club, sign up today and get access to those amazing extra resources. It's a virtual space where you can listen to special bonus episodes of the podcast, get some free downloads, as well as a chance to access special discounts on future programs. And remember, you'll also get instant access to the HR interview question guide. Or if you want to purchase it as a standalone item, use the link in the show notes or visit www.thehrmentor.podbean.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. Your time is greatly appreciated. Take care. Bye for now.